Hi, and welcome to the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. I'm your host, Regina Sanders, founder and CEO of Queen's Mentality Empowerment Culture for Black Women. Let Me Fix My Crown is for the millennial black woman who struggles with moving past her past, changing her story, and upgrading her mentality. In each episode, I will share with you, yes you queen, my expert advice and personal experience on how to turn your struggles into your strengths and your pain into your passion. So come join the queendom, reclaim your power, change your story, and upgrade your mentality. Because if I can do it, you can too, queen. Now let's get started. All right, honey. So welcome to the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. So do us all a favor and please introduce yourself to the queendom because you've been down with the queendom for quite some time now. (laughs) Let the audience know who you are and where you're from because I am a fan of a more self. So let us know who you are. Okay, so hello listeners, thank you. So my name is Dominique Howard. I'm living in Jamaica. I'm a Jamaican, beautiful country you should visit. So a more self, yes, so Amor Self is an organization that I created in November. And next, some of my friends join in. So now we have a group of four amazing queens. So Amor Self mission is to empower women to accept, take care, value, respect, and forgive themselves from past mistakes. And this helps them for their well-being on a daily basis. Because Miss Regina, I know you know this too. Self-love is an everyday thing. It's not something that you do and it's just complete an everyday thing. Amen. Amen. I have to agree with that 100%. Self-love is something that has to happen daily. We have to take care of ourselves daily, both in and out. So you can look more pretty on the outside, but do you look pretty on the inside is what I ask you. Yes. Right? Yes. This comes on emotional health too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so so let's let's let everybody know what we'll be talking about today. So, Queendom, today the topic of discussion is one of the elements of our crown, which is emotional health um, and wellness. And I want uh, me and Dominique is going to be sharing a few things and tips with you to help you reclaim your power with the element of wellness. So, um, Dominique, how would you yes. define emotional wellness? Well, emotional um, sorry, emotional health um, is responding to any emotion that you feel on a daily basis in a way that will support your overall well-being. Because a lot of persons, yes, we have the emotions, but when it comes to really like having a positive emotional well health, sorry, and wellness, you have to channel it in a way that will support your overall well-being. That I do agree with. That I do agree with. Um, and you don't have to say sorry. Um, health, wellness is all the same thing. It's all under the same umbrella. Um, a lot of okay. people use it interchangeably. Yes. So don't worry. You don't get tripped up. Health and wellness <laughs> equals the same thing. It means that you want to be at a certain level of standard. So that's what okay. we are striving to do here. So okay. um, <laughs> as I said before, you know, emotional wellness Although it's similar to mental um, mental wellness, it focuses on the end of you, like what Dominique just explained to us. And emotional wellness pr- promotes the self-awareness, self-care, relaxation, and stress reduction. And it helps you to develop your inner strengths. So that's what yeah. we are striving to do as 
women as black women as women in our queendom they're in this tribe this is what we are striving to do we are striving to reclaim our power by making ourselves better so dominique yes and yeah yes yes and as you said with black women we're black women you're a black woman and i'm sure like being a black woman they always say be strong like if you tell them that you're feeling depressed they're like you'll feel better soon they don't like want us as black women to actually look on our emotional health it's like when it comes to your emotional health if you like say that you're depressed it sounds like you're weak they don't like want to help you if you understand what i'm trying to say dominique no you're actually you actually you actually hit on something that i spoke about in one of my earlier um um podcast episodes which is um mental health and a stigma in the black community as in you know we're raised as black women to be strong black women to be independent black women and we're we're taught to not show no signs of weakness but you know what that creates that creates this tough um exterior but also as we're breaking down inside we're not able to talk to anybody because no one wants to hear i need help or i feel sad or today I had a bad day. They just want you to keep going, keep going, keep going. And most black women, we just keep going and we keep going and then we break down and there's no coming back from it. So we need to start implementing things that prevent us from breaking down to the point we need to have these discussions about, oh, I feel depressed. Well, what is depression? And what does that feel like for you? And what does that feel like for the next person? Because depression feels different for everybody that is suffering from it. Oh, I feel yes. a little anxious and I feel like I have anxiety. Well, what does that yes. feel like for you? When I talk about emotional wellness and emotional health, I'm talking about the emotions that you feel on a day-to-day basis. What is it that you feel right now? Do you feel sad? Do you feel excited? Do you feel joyous? Do you feel regret? You know, there's yes. different feelings that we don't express. We yes. may feel sad out and inside, but have you expressed that you're feeling sad? And what's causing that? You understand? So yes. this is why I brought this topic to our table at the Queendom, because this is something yes. that we all need to be talking about. Yes. And as you said, what causes our sad? We have to know our triggers, that to be aware of our emotions, to know how we're going to like to help it. So we have to know our triggers. Is it that is work? Is it that is school? So we have to know our triggers to able to help it. And I even agree. with, yes, yes, everything now, even with the COVID-19, a lot of persons, it's like put a toll on their emotional health. Going to work now is total, is not normal again. Even though it's not normal, trust me. Like I had to like, <laughs> I had to like say, hmm, Dominique, take a deep breath things like that I have to do the journal or do a lot of things like it have to do it because it's just different things are just changing day in day out right now so this is a very important topic yeah no you know you 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 are hitting some key points Dominique and thank you we stigmatize mental health and, and 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 wellness but also what we're doing, what we have now is the new normal is COVID, living with COVID-19. And Ooh. now that we have to live with COVID-19, how does that make you feel? How is that making people feel? You know, I work in a hospital setting, so I'm always anxious. <laughs> I'm yes. always anxious 
going to work, traveling to work, I'm fortunate enough to be able to transport myself in my own vehicle. Yes. But what about the people who have to use mass mass transit and they're getting up every day and traveling um, to and from work on public transportation here in the city? Because you're a little bit more spread out than us here in the city, yes. you know, but in the city, like our trains are packed, the buses oh. are packed especially yes. during rush hours. So rush hours between 7 and 9 a.m. and then from 4 p.m. to about 6.30 p.m. Those are the times where there's the most people traveling via MTA. Yes. And the congestion is just, it makes you feel uneasy. And you know what that, it causes tension. I've seen fights yes. broken out. I've seen people, you know, wow. get irate if someone doesn't want to wear their mask. So this is yes. what I'm, this is the topic that we're talking about. It touches on a lot of areas that's currently happening because your mental wellness and your mental health, as well as your emotional health is being affected by not only, you know, um, school and work, but also the, the what's currently your current events and currently we're yes. suffering from COVID-19 without any vaccination or cure yes and I want to I want to tell you Miss Regina and the listeners like where I'm working now currently I have to like go with the clients at their at the decks where the computer is and help them with their resumes so well the first day back when I'm going back to work and next the front next agency somebody need help with resume I'm like what really Alex, I'm talking about, because, you know, to help them with the resume, I have to turn on the computer. I have to tell them how to do it, the format. So I go to my supervisor. My supervisor said, just show them the format. But I'm saying, even though I show them the format, I have to be close to them because I can't stand far from them to talk. So what I have to do, I like, oh, okay, Dominique, keep your mind together. You have to just trust God you have on your mask. And they already sanitized the person at the front deck. So keep going because I was so anxious I'm like really I don't want to do this but I'm saying I don't have to like really do it so it's yes trust me and it's, it's a, a learning it's a, curve yeah learning curve very much and that's why it's very important for for everyone to actually find podcasts like these to listen to um, jur- um not journal blogs and things like that a lot of persons like they really want the help but that I'm saying a lot of persons don't really like like what do I say? Why they don't really like know where to go, but uh, trust me, there are a lot of podcasts out there and podcasts like this that you're doing, Miss Regina. And I'm so happy that you're doing it for your tribe <laughs> and things like that. It's gonna help. Like the one that I did, I was so surprised that persons like find it beneficial because I was so scared to do it. <laughs> but persons find it beneficial, so it's good. It's so very beneficial. Like, it's yes. very beneficial. Self love is something that we don't really pay too much attention to. We say we love ourselves, but do we really love ourselves, basically? So, like, what you're teaching and the components that you're teaching through your podcast is very, very, very important because we have to relearn how to love ourselves correctly. And we don't have to look for love outside when we can just love ourselves and do things like that. You understand? So, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to stray too far from our topic. Then, like, what, what, what are these ladies really talking about? Well, we're talking about a, we're talking about a little bit of everything today. Yes. <laughs> All right, Dominique. So, um, I'm, I, I know I've struggled um, with maintaining my emotional wellness and my health, my emotional health. Um, have you ever struggled with, or are you currently struggling with, um, maintaining your emotional? 
wellness and can you share a story or any tips with the audience on how you have overcome this as i said before the anxiousness that i had at work that was an example and what i had to do is like refrain myself like positive self-talk a lot of persons like think persons are crazy when they say positive self-talk they're talking to yourself but really it helps (laughs) that little voice in your head you have to talk back to it. A lot of persons say it's a small voice. It's not a small voice. That voice is very loud and it can overcome your whole body. So you have to actually talk back to it and say, Dominique, you have to do this. It's time for you to feel much better or try and do something that's going to help you. Like stress balls, things like that. Journaling, you have to like know how to talk back to that voice and block it away. So that is what I have to do on a daily basis. I'm not free to say that I talk to myself. I'm not free to say. <laughs> I don't care if they want to say crazy. Don't worry. We all talk to ourselves. Some people are just afraid of the stigma that they're going to be yes. labeled as crazy. But let me tell you, one of my most, one of the things that I found most helpful in my in my healing process growing up um, is talking to myself. And how I used to do that was um, before we even had voice memos because now I journal um I write I I do written journaling but also I do voice memoing and what that helps is um I record whatever's on my mind in my phone and I'll go back later on and listen to that and that helps me you know identify what those feelings that I was feeling at that at that point in time you know it's not you being crazy it's you releasing you're releasing those emotions you're not holding on to those emotions and that's how you build um, emotional health and wellness because you're releasing it's all about release yes release for your healing yes and another yes yes it can touch (laughs) No, I was, I don't want to stray from what you were saying. I was going to um, paint like why emotional health is important to also with your physical health. So talk before I go into that. No, we can jump right into it because audience, what have I said? I'm going to tell you. So you have five elements of your crown. You have your mental wellness um, element. You have your emotional wellness um, element. You have your physical um your physical wellness, your spiritual wellness, and your financial wellness. And these all tie into each other. So if one is out of whack, nine times out of 10, they're all going to be out of whack. And so you see how you just said your emotional wellness affects your, uh, your, your physical health. Tell me a little bit more about that. So if you're not really like really channeling your emotions and releasing it, as you said, for your healing process, your blood pressure Uh is going to go up. You're going to have hard things. You're going to be so stressful. And listen, sleeping routine is auto whack. A lot of persons, that's another topic persons need to really talk about. Sleeping routine. That's affecting oh. a lot of persons now. Right? Like, I'm one of my cousins, like, she talked about this too. She's a nurse. And she was saying one of the reasons why it cannot, like, persons are not, like, having a good sleeping, like, they cannot really sleep is because of their emotions, like, the inside of them. And they have it playing it in their mind over and over and over. And it cannot let them that's sleep called, properly. Yeah. That's constant worry. That's constant worry, Dominique. And um, that that ties into another thing that I was gonna I'm gonna go into 
but let me check and see if there's anything. Um, so what's your, your, what's your, what was it, your aunt or your cousin? My cousin. She's a nurse. Your cousin, yeah. she's a nurse. Yeah. So yeah, the constant worrying is something that we always, we all do. And I like to tell people who have this problem and who can't sleep at night, who suffer from insomnia, um, to possibly create a, um, a sleeping routine and this is gonna take some time for you to get used to but you gotta say no no seriously because your quality of sleep is important for yes. you overall for your physical for your mental for your emotional it's important because if you're not getting enough sleep guess what you're not a nice person let's be clear I don't get enough sleep I'm not a nice person and if you wake me up too early I'm still not a nice person I like to get at least six to eight hours of sleep I do have a bedtime routine whereas when I start to power down after a certain amount of hours my phone goes on do not disturb automatically every single night at 9 p.m and it, it goes back on at 5 a.m when it wakes me back up so that's the type of um, bedtime routine I'm talking about reducing your stimuli possibly drinking warm milk if that's your thing I'm lactose intolerant I can't have warm milk <laughs> or you know playing some soothing music um, yes. or um, some aromatherapy, light meditation, just to unwind your body, a warm oh, wow. bath, something to unwind, to wind down, yes. Very much true. That is good. Now, Dominique, so now that we're into all the deets with emotional wellness, um, I've created a practice that has helped some of my clients um, in the past be very successful yeah. with their building their emotional wellness and so I'm going to share with you all today and it's called okay. the AFL technique and it's it's accept forgive and let go now let I, me write it down uh, a you gotta write it down AFL technique AFL <laughs> technique AFL yes so the A stands for accept yes the F stands for forgive. Yes. And the L stands for let go. Wow. I love it. Wow. All right. All right. So when you're accepting, you're allowing, when you're accepting any situation, any hurt, any regret, any burdens, anything, any resentment, you're accepting it for what it is. You're allowing yourself to accept the situation for what it is. The F is for forgiveness. You are forgiving yourself for putting yourself in that predicament, but you're also forgiving the person. Now, we don't forgive for the other person. We forgive for ourselves, and we always mm -hmm. have to remember that. Yes. And so you always, I always want people to remember we don't forgive for the next person. We forgive for ourselves because if we, not, if we don't forgive them, then we're holding on to that, that, that resentment and that, and that trauma, and that's holding us back from moving forward. And then you decide as a person whether you want to let the situation go or if you're at that forgiving state where you want to allow that person to back in your life, then you forgive and you allow back in or you let it go and you move let forward in your life. The, the goal is to move forward, not to stay yes. stuck. How do you, how, what do you think about that technique? It is very, very much important. First one, you have to accept the emotions and to forgive and to what he said, forgiveness is not about the next person, it's for your own healing and to, to let go, which is very much important. So we can listen, we can like accept the emotions and acknowledge it, but what are we gonna do? 
how are we going to let go in let go of the emotion to really channel it in a positive way for our own well-being so this technique is a very much very much important technique and you said a lot of clients benefit from it so pretty much yeah. is very important and you should put a clap right here for that one <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely gonna put applause in there um yeah. okay so why do you think it is important for black women to strengthen their emotional wellness? I know we spoke a lot about, you know, the stigma behind mental, um, mental health. And then we also spoke about some of the, 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 the benefits of improving your, your, um, your, your, your emotional wellness. But why is, why do you think it's important for black women to strengthen their emotional wellness? As black women, we have a, big huge problem that we have to deal with and it's racism it's pretty much like persons will mock you about your hair even at work how do you work they're saying you're working different from the next white girl and how do you trigger that can be a trigger for your emotions when it comes to stress management also how do you cope with that at work with the racism you have to know that whatever they're saying, it doesn't matter with you. You know that you're beautiful and things like that. And you now have to know how to channel your emotion in a positive way. If it's that, you're going to report the person. Is it that you have to confront the person and stand up for yourself and say, I don't like what you're saying, things like that. And also to heal inside of you, you have to actually do that. And don't be scared to really go to the person and say, I don't like that or things like that. Because I agree. A lot of persons, I think they're, even black women, as you said, we, when it comes to racism, maybe we are scared to confront the person, but don't feel scared. And also persons may offend us. And as you said before, you can forgive that person, even though it's not you to forgive the person. I talk about this in my last podcast episode that I recorded today sometimes you have to forgive the person even though it's them offended you it's like you go to them and say I'm sorry and see what's going to happen in between that conversation I think it's a form of stress not conflict management when it comes comes to emotional health too yeah I agree I agree and in the workplace when you're facing racism you're also facing some of the stereotypes that come with being a black woman that also affects your um your your emotional wellness but not only are you you dealing with those stereotypes as the the loud the 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 loud black girl or the angry black woman or miss independent or the natural hair girl there's so many things you're dealing with colorism within your race and outside of your race you're dealing with sexism you know you may have gotten passed up for a project that you really really wanted but the man got it you know you're dealing with a lot of things on a day-to-day basis that we are not always sharing with one another and that's that's I'm going to draw it back to why I built this platform it's not all about just moving past your past but it's also a platform and a community that I'm building that's going to help women to better communicate how they feel Ooh. how we feel you understand expression what I'm we don't have expression yeah let it out let it out that's my motto you got to let it out in order to move forward you got to let it out 
And another thing um, to Miss Regina, another person mm-hmm. will want, like, they want to talk, but there is not really a much of a safe community to actually talk to. Forget what I'm saying. Like, I see a lot of women community, but I don't really think they actually want to help their community. They actually want to, like, have this service course and that's it. So the studio course. That's and it. They finish. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, not, I do see a lot of that. Yes. It's not really a community. A community means everyone coming together, helping and sharing, networking and collaborating. So I think what they're really building is like what? Now what should, it's like a group of people to profit. <laughs> I see a lot of them. Trust me. Don't worry. I've seen them too. And I've actually brought into some of them. I brought into some of the communities because I thought it was going to be a way for me to help me grow as an entrepreneur, as an empowerment coach. And also I thought I was joining a sisterhood. And then I I slowly but shortly found out that that was something that I wasn't joining. And you know what happened? I quickly got up out of there because their vision and their, their morals didn't align with me. And so I had to get up out of there because I can't preach one thing and then I'm a part of a group that doesn't, you know, True. believe in that. I don't, I, don't, they, I don't feel comfortable. Tell them, Mr. Gina, that this is a true community. This is a true, true community. We vibing. This is a tribe. This queen, yes. then we're going to come sit at this table every Wednesday and we're going to discuss everything that is that we struggle with as women. And the first topic on discussion is emotional wellness. And you know what? I am really proud of this, this podcast right here, because you gave me my first podcast interview. Did you realize that? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you, yeah, you gave me my first chance at podcasting, really put me on a map. And I really do appreciate that. And Mm. that's, that's what, that's what sisters do. That's what queens do. We we help each other up. We yes. lift each other as we're going up the ladder. We're pulling our sisters up with us. We're not leaving yes. anybody at the bottom because the only way we're gonna get we're gonna rise above is if we're helping each other. Yes, I think it's two percent of women entrepreneurs actually reach six figures. I think that's the that's the statistics. Don't point me on it, but it's somewhere around two percent there. Oh, really? Because, I'm going to double check. Yes. And even even in most industries with women, there are the most women that have conflicts. Do you remember music industry, any type of industry? Oh. And if you see the, like, the, the males, they're always collaborating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not always the females. Tell, not the females. Not the females. <laughs> right. I no, always tell there's people. There's only room for one. I always tell people. Everyone, you might say you're selling the same thing, but you have different vision. Think about that. And listen, look on things. If you go in the supermarket, you see different kinds of breads. But listen, every bread have their own customer. So don't be feared or scared or have resentment against the next person. But everyone have their customer. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen to that, Dominique. You hit another point, girl. You on a roll today. <laughs> you know, 
you on a roll today. And that's that's also a part of your, you know, your emotional wellness is you're masking, you're comparing yourself. So on social media, Dominique, we we both spend most the majority of our time on social media, on Facebook or Instagram and on other platforms, because that's how we do our business. However, being on these these platforms all the time, you start to compare yourself against the next person oh they're doing this better than me they're doing that better than me i need to do this i need to do that and guess what that is doing to your emotional health and your wellness that's damaging you because you're putting down your self-value you're putting yourself up against somebody else and like you said don't compare yourself to the next person remember that you are the secret source you know i preach that a lot can't nobody do what i do because I got my secret sauce, but what's yours? I don't need to know yours because mine's is spicy over here. Yes. So I have to tell people a lot of times that, you know, yeah, me and her are both coaches, but I'm an empowerment coach. Well, yeah, she does X, Y, and Z, but guess what it is that I do? This is what I do. Everybody's in this line and in this field and they have their titles, but everybody's doing something different and everybody yes. is in, in their own lane. Don't get too caught up with looking in the next person's mirror or in a window, peeking at them all the time, trying to see what it is that they're doing. Focus on yourself. Very much you're true. You're a lot further. Yeah. And if you look on this example, yeah. if you put on someone's glasses, can you really look through it properly? No. So your vision is Absolutely different. Absolutely not. Very that much is correct. True. That is correct. That is correct. Okay, we got, we are on the ball. So... <laughs> We're going to start wrapping it up. Dominique, how can we incorporate self-love practices into, um, to help us improve our emotional health? What are some of the things that you think that we can do that incorporate self-love in our everyday practices? I know you said journaling was one, but what are some other ones? Another one is the positive self-talk. So there's affirmations out there and also... A big part of self-love is to actually seek help from others. A lot of persons are scared to go to therapy. But listen, for your own self and for your love that you must have for yourself to be healthy and happy and have that glowing, even though (laughs) glowing inside, you have to glow inside till the real glow up is inside. So listen. If you have ongoing emotional problem, it's important for you to talk to a counselor. He or she can help you more in a more medical way. And that is a huge part when it comes to loving yourself in an authentical way. Big word there, authentical. You might love to say you okay. love yourself, but are you loving yourself authentically? Yeah, you know, authenticity is, is, is important. It's important in the queendom. It's one of our pillars. It's one of the, the, the components that make up a queen's mentality. But we're not going to jump into queen's mentality right now because that's going to take us off course. But <laughs> authenticity is, 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 is important to your, uh, your emotional wellness and also living unapologetically. Anything that you're out here doing, do it. Do it for you. Do it just yes. because you're you. Stop. Don't don't do it for nobody else. Don't be a people pleaser or anything like that. Do it just for you. And Miss Regina, you know that you talk up. You you gave an important. Uh, it's a quote. You should write it down and put like when you have your book. 
You didn't know what you said on my podcast and I have that. It's like stuck in my head. Do you know what you said? What did I say? What did I say? Do not seek validation from no one. You must validate oh. yourself. Oh, yes. Self, yes. Self-validation is so important. Yeah, that's important. You have to validate thyself. Don't seek outside validation. I am a strong believer in that. I think yes. that we get too caught up worrying about whether or not someone is going to like what it is that we're putting out. You see this podcast right here? Let me tell you something. God spoke to me. He said, what is for What's for you will be for you. Mm-hmm. Who is supposed to hear this message is going to hear this message. Yes. Can't nobody take that away from you. Who is it, not meant for everybody. Yes, it's your purpose. The message is not meant for everybody. The listener is out there. Yeah. Yes. It's meant for my listeners, not everybody's listeners. Everybody yes. has their own listeners, but whoever true. ears is going to hit is going to be especially for them. Yeah. Very much true. Very much true. And emotional health is a huge part of self-care which comes under self-love. So I normally talk about emotional care underneath self-care. That's one of the aspects on the self-care too. So to really to take care of yourself. Because a lot of persons say, I'm showering, I'm brushing my teeth, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. But are you really taking care of yourself? And as you said, emotional wellness is a huge thing and very much important thing so i'm so grateful that you hop on and tell me to come and talk about this topic with you so grateful i'm so grateful and excited that you were able to sit down with me and do this podcast today i appreciate you i appreciate your platform your mission your vision keep doing what it is that you do dominique you are wonderful the win- Women of the world need to hear your voice. Women of the world need to hear your message. Don't stop what it is that you're doing because we need you. Yes, thank okay? you for that. Yes, thank you you're for that. You're welcome. Okay. Yes. So before you leave, I need you to tell the queen them where they can find you. So in case they hear you, they want to look They want to look for you. Where can the queen them find you at? Okay, so I'm on Instagram at Amorse. Self and also for the podcast is a more self podcast. Those are two platforms, and you can email me at the a more self podcast or hello a more self. So there's four ways you can reach me. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be in the in the description for this. Yes. So I'll leave. I'll link everything down in the show note box where you can link up with Dominique and her tribe, but. Until next time, queens, stay blessed and keep queen. And always do remember that you are beautiful, you are loved, you are appreciated, and you are enough. Don't never let that go of your heads, queens. Until next time, bye-bye now.